Okay, we are in the Gospel of John. We're going day by day, Monday through Friday, 10 minutes or so a day through the New Testament. We're going to do it in a year. We're going to go through the whole New Testament in a year. We're in John chapter 15. And this is all red letters, at least in my Bible. I have a paper Bible. I don't know if you have a phone or a tablet. Are they in red letters? I read the Bible on the tablet and the phone. I don't recall that any of them have red letter editions. If they don't, somebody ought to do it. should be easy enough to make the letters red. But uh, Jesus is talking to his disciples. It's the last uh, week of his life. It's the last week of his ministry. What's he doing? What's important? He's spending time with his disciples and he's talking to them. Here's what he says, chapter 15, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. Now, Jesus was in the habit of uh, speaking in parables to teach lessons, and now it seems like he's using a parable for himself, for who he is, and for what his life is like, and for what his life towards us is like. What is it like? He's the, he's the vine. Now, if I was going to compare myself to something, I don't know if I would compare myself to a vine, but Jesus does. So, so why? And here's what he says, jumps right into it. Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it might be even more fruitful. Now, maybe you're a gardener, maybe you plant things, maybe you're a farmer, um, I'm not very good at planting things. I'm not very good at growing things. My wife is great at it. In fact, she's got some plants growing right now. Some little ones. She's got some egg cartons with dirt in them. And a few days ago, it was just dirt. And now there's things sprouting out. You can see them. And uh, she'll take them and she'll transplant them. And they'll do great. For me, anything I touch, I'll just kill it. I have death thumb. She has green thumb. I have death thumb. But I do know a little bit as I've watched her and watched some other things. Uh, I remember sometime back I was mortified. I was at the church and I, I came by and somebody had cut down all of the all of the bushes. And I was like, what? Who cut down all the bushes? And somebody told me, they said, nobody cut down the bushes. They just cut them back. I said, well, what's the difference between cutting them back and cutting them down? And they said, you know, if they cut them back, they're going to grow even more. You're going to be amazed at how good they look. And I was like, well, I don't think they look good now. Well, they were right. And Jesus talks about this, right? He says, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it would be even more fruitful. Well, if it's growing, you would think, why would you cut it? Why would you cut it back? So that it will grow more fruit. So he wants to grow fruit in my life. So what does he do in my life? He prunes it. He cuts it back. Uh, many times when he's cutting it back, Boy, it's painful, and I find myself in desperation. And what do I do in desperation? I call out to him. And when calling out to him, he answers. And so he puts us in positions, sometimes difficult positions, where we need to call out on him. I'm thankful that he puts us in these positions where we call out for him, where we're not self-dependent, but dependent on him. And he said, you're already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. All right, fair enough. I like I like being clean. I like having my sins forgiven. He said, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So there's uh, several occasions where the Bible tells us that God is looking for fruit in our lives. 
Well, wh what does that mean? He he's looking for fruit in our lives. Well, fruit is the natural outgrowth of a healthy plant. Fruit is the outgrowth of a healthy tree. And so if we are connected to the healthy tree, if we are connected to the healthy trunk, we're going to bear fruit. He wants us to bear fruit. He wants us to bear much fruit. Well, what does that mean? It means a few things. Uh, in one place, it talks about um, the fruit of our lips, which is our worship. And so uh, God is looking for our lives to produce worship, praise and worship, where we thank him, we praise him, we speak gratitude towards him, we declare his name, we declare who he is, that his name is higher, that, that uh, from, from him are all things and through him are all things and holy, 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 the fruit of our lips praising God. Well, it also says that fruit is the fruit of the Spirit in our life, that, that the work of God through his Holy Spirit in our life is producing fruit. What kind of fruit? Love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, gentleness, meekness, self-control, all of these things that there's no law against. You can do as much of that as you want. You can love as much as you want. You can have as much peace as you want. You can be as kind as you want. Just keep being kinder and kinder. Um, it speaks of also fruit is the winning of souls, the winning of people to Jesus Christ, bringing people to Jesus. He wants all of us to be bringing people to Jesus. He puts people in our path and so that we can be the ones who bring the message, tell everyone you know, and bring everyone you know. Fruit. And so uh, the fruit of our giving. Uh, giving's, a, giving's a big thing that God gives to us and we give it to others. And that's really the basis of all ministry is God gives it to us and we give it to others. So, remain in me and I also, and you know bear, no branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Well, he is talking about spiritual fruit, right? So, the spiritual fruit can only be produced by the Spirit. And so, remaining in him. And he said, I'm the vine, you're the branches. I know, you just said that a moment ago, right? And he's reinforcing this idea that he's the vine, he's the one that, the, that is the life, and we're grafted into him. We're the branches. We're not the vine, we're not the source. He's, he's the source. If you remain in me and I remain in you, you will bear much fruit. Because apart from me, you can do nothing. Spiritually, apart from him, we can do nothing. And so if we do remain in him, and I think that getting together here to just look at the scriptures and look at what he's saying and dig into it and see how it applies to our lives and what he's saying about himself and what he's telling us about us, that's one of the ways that we remain in him. We're in his word, we're looking in his word, and we can believe that as a result of just being together in these few minutes that there's going to be fruit born out of our lives. He's going to produce fruit, stay in him. He said, but if you do not remain in me, you're like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. Uh, works said doing nothing, you know, a life that is doing nothing, not staying in him. And we, we know what this is like, where you see branches that have fallen uh, from the tree, branches that have fallen from the vine. And there they are on the ground. And what are they good for? They're not good for anything. How do you even get rid of these things? Well, here he says he takes them and he burns them. They're of no, of no use. Uh, 
And he said, if you remain in me and in my word, in my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Ooh, that's a big promise. I can ask anything I want. Absolutely. If I'm abiding in him, then I'm not going to be asking anything other than what is his will. Pretty simple. This is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. The fruit that we bear is because we are rooted in him. We are grafted into him. He's the source, and the fruit is coming from him. It's him working in our lives, producing this fruit. And then he says, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Wow, that's beautiful. The Father had the love for the Son, perfect love. And now Jesus is saying he has perfect love for us. That's why I like at the end of many services to just say, you are loved, you are loved, you are loved. I like to say it in three. I don't know why it says holy, holy, holy three times. I like to say it in three. You are loved, you are loved, you are loved. Jesus said, now remain in my love. Stay in my love. If you keep my commands, you'll remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. Let's just stay in Jesus. Get all the love that we can. The world needs more love. And he said, I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Well, there's nothing better than enjoying life and having full joy. Here's the command. Love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this than he lays down his life for his friends. Wow. Jesus laid down his life for his friends. We're his friends. We're his friends. And he said, you are my friends if you do what I command. Well, what's he, what are you commanding? Love. Love one another. And watch this. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I've called you friends. For everything that I've learned from my father, I have made known to you. I love that. Friends. And this whole idea of friends and this, this love that's called phileo love, like brotherly love, friendly love, the love between friends. Jesus does love me. And he loves me unconditionally. He loves me. He loved me when I was a sinner. He loved me when I was a rebel. He loved me when I was a far away from him. He, he, he loved me then. And he loves me now. And, and he calls me friend. That means that he likes me. How's that? Jesus likes you. <laughs> I love that. So may the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you. You are loved, you are loved, you are loved, and Jesus likes you. Bless you. Love you guys.